On today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with one of the co-founders of Jackson Row, an apparel brand actually based out of Vancouver, which was super, super great. Uh, if anybody knows, uh, I live just outside of Vancouver. I love this area. I love meeting new brands. Uh, it was a great conversation. They actually went from 100% wholesale two years ago to 50-50 uh, e and wholesale, we had a really good conversation about why it's still important to stay in wholesale for them. Um, And I think a lot of you are gonna get a lot out of this if you've been considering, you know, getting into some doors across, uh, you know, either the States or Canada or wherever you are. Um, We made a really, really good point for doing that. And I think that you guys are gonna get a lot out of this one. At Mindful Marketing, we know that you want your brand to be successful. In order to do that, though, you need to predictably acquire new customers. The problem is Facebook and Google are only getting more expensive, which makes you feel unsure of whether your brand will survive. We believe that building a community of loyal and repeat customers is the answer. We understand how hard it is to predictably grow a brand, which is why we have created a system using our own mid-seven-figure e-commerce brand as a test case. And here's how we do it. Number one, we execute a profitable ads strategy. Number two, we build a brand-owned loyal base of repeat customers. And number three, we grow exponentially predictably and consistently so download our free sales launch checklist at mindfulmarketing.co slash slc so you can stop having sales that bomb and instead grow your revenue predictably and exponentially all right i am here with tara sabrin from jackson row tara welcome to secrets to scaling your e-commerce brand thank you so much i'm excited to be here Yes, yes. It's great to have you, a fellow Canadian, again on the show. I think we're going to just like not have Americans on anymore. Uh, and, uh, and we're just going to go with Canadians. Uh, you guys are actually based in Vancouver, which is amazing. Um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Tara. Yeah, so, um, well, the brand's been around for eight years. It was founded by Julia, uh, my partner. And so basically, she kind of started out of her apartment um, doing selling accessories um, and really was with the wholesale accounts. And then two years ago, um, we kind of connected. And I was like, hey, what about your online business? And we basically kind of hit it off from there. And um, yeah, have been kind of working together ever since. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. So tell us a little bit about the company. What, what do you guys do? What's your niche? Uh, who are you guys selling to exactly? Yeah, so we're um, basically a women's apparel brand. Um, okay. Comfort, you know, um, clothing, a little bit of fashion stuff. Um, but basically, you know, our customers 25 to 45 years old. Um, but the great thing about it is it actually expands past that. Um, you know, we get emails from customers saying that it's like, three generations wearing our product which is wow. pretty cool uh, and then we've yeah recently kind of just um started our men's collection as well as kids so we're really awesome. kind of like outfit the entire family yeah cool cool that's great well i mean i i actually don't even know if you know but i my wife and i also own a clothing company for the whole family um and so we totally understand right when you're selling especially when you're selling down uh, to kids, right? You're not selling to kids. <laughs> You're selling to the the decision maker of the house, which is generally the mom, um, who also generally purchases for the dad as well. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I think that that is a super smart move. Let, let's talk about the, the evolution of this business, right? Because before it was brick and mortar, um, you guys were selling, you know, in stores. Um, 
and it was only about two years ago that you made the big transition to online. What was that like? Because I mean, everybody who's listening to this is probably a little bit more e-com native, right? Than, than this brand. So I'd love to hear what that transition was like. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Julia had established the brand across Canada, or more so West Coast, was where okay. the focus was basically of the wholesale accounts, and you know about 150 wholesale accounts. So okay, so decent sized business at that um, point, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so basically, um, you know, I quit my corporate job and it was just kind of like, you know, looking for something else, and I reached out to Julia. Um, and basically was like, Hey, like, you know, what are your thoughts about online? Like, you know, there's, it's really taking off right now. And she was like, actually, you're like, your timing's perfect. We want to like, you know, open this up, build this out. And yeah. So from there, it kind of just like slow, steady growth into like very fast, fast growth. So cool. was- and has that now overtaken any of the wholesale channels that you guys have had before? Yeah. So we actually kind of, um, so like literally it was a hundred percent wholesale to zero. Um, we're actually about 50, 50 right now, but we've seen huge growth in both. And so awesome. our e-commerce business is yes, e-commerce, e-commerce focused, but we also put a little bit of attention into wholesale, you know, advertising to wholesale, that kind of stuff online as well. I've got, I've got a question for you. And this is from a, a brand owner perspective as well. And I, I run a mastermind as well. And this is like one of those kind of questions that, that I don't know if you can find out the answer to. Do you think that the more wholesale, like the more doors that you are in, the better your e-commerce sales are? You know what? I do believe it. So we focus on um, like our whole strategy in e-commerce is basically getting people to like, to build that relationship, um, that offline relationship, that offline experience and bring it online. So we want to get people to know us, like us and trust us. And so, um, yeah, we can get all into that, but basically from there, I feel like getting people to know about you, there's the organic ways with wholesale and getting their customers to know about Jackson row and getting, you know what I mean? Like any way that you can get people to know about your brand, the better. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so kind of treating wholesale as a little bit like top of funnel, like this get to know you sort of piece. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. I like, yeah, I, I definitely like that. Have, have you figured out any way to prove that out that that's effective? Uh, so we're working on that. It's very hard to like see your metrics on it right away, but that's actually something we're ta- trying um, to metricize basically. I like that word. <laughs> I'm gonna is that a real word because if so I mean even if it's not a real word I'm gonna use that <laughs> all right I'm not sure <laughs> I love that that's great cool okay so um so big so big wholesale presence now you guys have gone down to 50 50 talk to me about some of the ways that that you guys have like made that transition because I've talked to a lot of brands and that is very difficult especially the ones who are set up for wholesale right you have all these relationships and it's hard to, to make that transition, especially we actually have some clients at our agency who just this year, they're in massive, like, you know, all across all the Nordstrom's, all of that. And it's been a very tough transition for them to figure out fulfillment and all, all this kind of stuff, because it's totally different than, than that before. How was that transition for you guys when you came on? Did Julia just like hate you? And they're like, why did we ever do this? <laughs> yeah, definitely. There's so many hiccups. There's so many things like, 
Um, and that's kind of why I got a little bit more involved within like the operations. Um, mm. and, you know, there's, there's so much that goes into it. It's not just, you can put up a website and hope people come to it. And <laughs> all of a sudden you have like, you know, an e-commerce presence, that kind of stuff. So there was a lot of different factors. And like, um, we actually even like one of the big things is we actually brought our wholesale in-house. So we actually manage that all now ourselves, which was. Oh, you were working with a sales company before. Yeah. 3PL. So now oh, okay. with everything, yeah, everything's in house and you just have so much more control over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We do, so we do the same thing at, at our clothing company. People are like, you're insane. You do your own fulfillment and all of that kind of stuff, but it allows us to have the kind of quality that we have because of that. And so I'm, I'm, I'm totally with you on that, that I, I think that that, especially in the apparel business, I think it's important to, to do your own fulfillment and your own quality checks and, and all of that kind of stuff. I, I think it makes a big difference. How, how did you guys first start attracting customers online? Like, how, I mean, that must've been difficult to sort of wrap your heads around of like, okay, how do we now transition this business into this, you know, customer magnet essentially? Yeah. So if you look at like, basically again, kind of our strategy was getting people to like know us then like us and trust us. And so we kind of used different platforms for different purposes within that kind of funnel. Ooh, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Um, so like getting people to know us, um, you know, basically we wanted to like reach out to as many people as possible. So we used, you know, obviously our wholesale accounts that, um, but then within e-commerce was like, okay, we started, um, a brand ambassador program where like micro influencers, that kind of stuff, we're talking about our product. Um, and then we also moved off obviously into paid ads and that's where like your Instagram, Facebook ads, that kind of stuff. And that was the biggest thing was again, just getting that reach and getting that people to know us because then once, you know, we touch them once they can kind of move into the like us and that's where okay. we different, you know, um, you know, we use Instagram stories is huge for us because um, you build that relationship, you build that connection with the person. Um, email marketing is huge for us. Um, and that's kind of where you, again, build that relationship. And so they like you and they start to trust you. Mm. And once they trust you, they're going to buy from you. So we know, we know as soon as we can get product in people's hands that they like 35% will come back and buy 30 days later. So like we know as soon as we can get yeah, product in their hands that they're, I don't want to say hooked, so to speak, but they yeah. like it. So is that the, is that the trust piece then of them actually just taking that first step, buying one product and then they're like, oh my gosh, I love these clothes. Gotta have these. Yes. And then again, when you like, when they trust you, you can start introducing men's, you can start introducing kids, you can do a holiday oh. box, you can do other stuff and have other channels of revenue. Yes, yes, yes. That is great stuff. Um, awesome. So talk to me about, about some of this growth online over the last couple of years. What do you think besides the know, like, and trust, which I love, I think that that is just like such a good simplified funnel, right? <laughs> of like, just, okay, what are we doing with this, these Facebook ads? What are we trying to do with these? We're, right. we, just, we just want people to know us. That's yep. the point of this, right? It doesn't necessarily have to ROI at that point, but eventually 
you know, as you move them down, of course, it's going to ROI. Hey guys, do you want the checklist that helped me generate $250,000 of e-commerce sales in 24 hours? If so, we're giving it away for free at mindfulmarketing.co slash SLC. Download that today. Talk to me about some other things that you guys did that, that you feel looking back now have uh, really helped with that growth and that success. Mm, that's a great question. Again, it's kind of like putting everything into a certain purpose, right? Is like, um, yeah, like our online customer service is like, you know, really like we want that genuine, authentic um, connection with them. So like even little things like messaging people back using their names all the time on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, or like our customer service person, like writing back to them. Um any like little extra step, we're always about how do we do one thing, one step further of like building that connection. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. I'm going to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast here. What is your secret to scaling? Honestly, focusing on the relationship and really like building that relationship. And it's not always about the brand being like the brand in someone's face. It's actually about them is like, how do you you know, when we talk to customers, even in our emails, it's like, how do, how are we adding value to them? Like what they are like the, the forefront, the conversation, not awesome. like, here's us, here's us, here's us, here's our product, that kind of stuff. Awesome. That's great. I, um, I forget which podcast it was that I was listening to the other day. It might've been, um, uh, story brand uh, with Donald Miller. And they were talking about why the purpose-driven life, um, book, like why it's just like such a simple book and why it was so important um, to people and why people resonated with, with it so much. And one of the first sentences in the book is it's not about you. Right. And so when you can think about that and think about that with your customers, it's so important, right? Like it is not about like for you guys, it's not about Jackson Rowe. It's about the customer that you serve. And once you really realize that you're like, Oh, sweet. I'm just going to make things that serve them. And right. we'll, we'll just happen to profit from it, which is great. Yeah. Um, right. Sorry. That, that whole long thing was just to, I'm like, I feel like I've, I've recently really captured that or like, like glommed onto that idea. Um, yeah, that's great. Um, before we move on to our lightning round, anything else that you want to share uh, with our audience? So our, our audience, just so you know, um, these are, you know, mid six figure anywhere to, I mean, I've had people reach out who are like nine figure entrepreneurs um, e-commerce, what sort of advice would you give them if, if you could look back on the last couple of years? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I don't know. I feel like for us, it had like, there's so many bumps and like, you know, so many things that go on and like, we started e-commerce at, you know, five grand a month. And like, we had our a hundred thousand dollar day. Um, so like that was within two and a half years. So I feel like it's just like, keep going and like, but be authentic and be true and genuine. And it's, it is really about your customers. Mm. So as much as you can make it about them at every touch point is so important. Awesome. Awesome. That's great stuff. Okay. We're going to move on to our lightning round here. What is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? Uh, I, I think I couldn't decide between um, Instagram and Clavio because it's just that like relationship build and, you know, that connection. Totally. Totally. I mean, 
I, I don't know where lots of these brands would be without Instagram these days, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's, uh, we, we really have to thank, you know, Mark Zuckerberg for buying Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> as we're speaking right now in the US, they're trying to, you know, break these companies up. But as advertisers, I'm like, stop, stop, just let us have these. Just, right. just everything's going so good. Don't break them up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, favorite podcast that you're listening to right now? Hmm. Um, honestly, I'm always about new, like give me any, like anything that I can take from anyone. I can't actually think of one specifically, but, um, yeah, I love, uh, any, I'm, I'm open to any of them. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, any books that you're reading or listening to right now that, that you'd recommend? Uh, my favorite, I feel like my go-to or like that I love is the Phil Knight shoe dog. It's just so motivating. And like, I can, yeah, I can read it in a couple of days and like, just such a great story. That's awesome. I just downloaded that book. So I'm like, I've heard enough people be like, you have to read that book. So I, I will, I am going to awesome. the it. final, the final person to tell me. <laughs> um, now, if you could sit down with anybody for an hour, uh, you know, have some, some wine, maybe some coffee, some tea, water, whatever, whatever you want. Uh, they have to be alive. Who would it be? Oh, great question. You know what? I'd actually say either one of the Kardashians. I actually think the way that they've like grown their business, they've taken this, like, you know what I mean? Like whatever, but like how they've done different, like diverse, like makeup, you know, skins, like all this kind of stuff. They have so many different revenue streams. I actually would love to just kind of like pick their brains. Like, I feel like it's, yeah. Do you think it was them or do you think they just have like really good advice from people? Mm, probably really good advice from people. I feel like there's a lot of hands in the pot there for sure. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And they're, they're super interesting to me, right? Like just absolute business moguls that have like just basically sold their lifestyle and their success and yeah. whatever and it somehow seemed to work i don't i don't get it <laughs> like love them hate them whatever it is but yeah, like, yeah. The thing they do is like they put out an app they do this you're like wow like yeah they just yeah. got they're they're obviously listening to smart people right when it comes to to all this and i mean also they're they're from a different world than than we are but um yeah this is great. This is an awesome conversation. Thanks so much um, for coming on. Where can people find about, out about uh, you and uh, your brand? Uh, JacksonRow.ca. So. Okay. Okay. And, and any place uh, to connect with you personally? Um, they can email me at Tara at JacksonRow.ca or I mean, Instagram, Tara.Sabrin. Yeah. I'm always uh, available. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on today. All right. Thanks, Jordan. Have a great day. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. 
This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.